Welcome. I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Matthew. Today is episode 753. Look at Matthew chapter 10, verses 5 through 15. Let's read our passage. Jesus sent out these twelve after giving them instructions. Don't take the road that leads to the Gentiles, and don't enter any Samaritan town. Instead, go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, proclaim, the kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those with leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you received, freely give. Don't acquire gold, silver, or copper for your money belts. Don't take a traveling bag for the road or an extra shirt, sandals, or a staff for the worker is worthy of his food. When you enter any town or village, find out who is worthy and stay there until you leave. Greet a household when you enter it, and if the household is worthy, let your peace be on it. But if it is unworthy, let your peace return to you. If anyone does not welcome you or listen to your words, shake the dust off your feet when you leave that house or town. Truly I tell you, it will be more tolerable in the day of judgment for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah than for that town. This is the Gospel according to Matthew. Matthew is writing this account of the ministry of Jesus to show that Jesus is the promised Messiah. Jesus is the fulfillment of the Old Testament. He's writing to a Jewish audience that they might come to faith in Jesus. Matthew is presenting this teaching, preaching, and healing ministry of Jesus. He had a series of miracles showing the healing ministry of Jesus his authority over nature, his authority over sickness, his authority over death. And he's also presented the teaching ministry. He has these series of five discourses in his gospel. The first discourse was the discourse on discipleship. That was the Sermon on the Mount. We're in the second discourse, the discourse on mission. And that goes from chapter 9, verse 35, through chapter 11, verse 1. And these are the instructions he's giving his disciples prior to sending them out on this mission. Now we're seeing a shift take place where to this point they've just been following Jesus. Now they're actually taking on some of the ministry of Jesus. Last time we saw that he gave them authority over sickness and to drive out demons. Now we'll continue. We're in chapter 10, verse 5. Jesus sent out these twelve after giving them instructions. Don't take the road that leads to the Gentiles and don't enter any Samaritan town. So he's saying, go to the people of Israel. He's saying, don't go to Gentiles, that they can't hear the gospel. Well, he's not saying they can't hear the gospel, but he's saying his mission right now, his focus is on the Jews, the people of Israel. Well, didn't Jesus come to save all? Yes, he did. But remember, much like when he healed some people, he said, don't tell anyone. It was like he wanted to keep a secret. He didn't want people to know, to become followers. He has a time frame. He has a plan. And his plan was for people to gradually come to faith in him, not create this fervor over the coming of the Messiah where people got excited without actually having faith. And his goal here is to bring Jews in as followers, then move to the rest of the world. Remember, we've already seen a hint of openness to Gentiles. 
We had the Gentile wise men come and proclaim Jesus as king of the Jews. We saw Jesus comment on the faith of the centurion, a Gentile. They crossed the Sea of Galilee, and presumably the men possessed by demons were Gentiles. So he already had some interaction with Gentiles, but he's saying his focus now is on the Jews. Remember, the Great Commission is at the end of the book of Matthew. Go to all nations and proclaim the gospel. What we see in the, the book of Acts and Paul's letters, this idea that the 11, the 12 minus Judas, their mission is the Jews of Judea, where Paul then becomes the apostle to the Gentiles to take the gospel to the Gentiles. So it's not that Gentiles can't come to faith. His focus right now is on the Jewish people. And he doesn't say avoid Gentiles, avoid Samaritans. He's given more of a geography constraint here. Don't take the road that goes to the Gentile area. Don't go to the Samaritan towns. Verse 6, instead, go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, proclaim the kingdom of heaven has come near. Now, where we heard that before? We heard that from John the Baptist, and we heard it from Jesus. So he's telling them to proclaim the message that he has been proclaiming. And he repeats what we saw last time, verse 8, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those with leprosy, drive out demons. So before we just saw he gave them authority over sicknesses and the ability to drive out demons. Here he's specifically listing several things. And these are the things we saw him do back in chapters 8 and 9. We saw that series of miracles. Everything except calming the storm. But as far as healing the sick, raising the dead, cleansing lepers, that's what we saw Jesus doing. So we see them taking on the ministry of Jesus. The healing ministry and the preaching ministry. Continues. In verse 8, freely you received, freely give. So what he's saying here is don't charge money. Customary at the time, you had itinerant preachers, teachers, prophets going around, and they expected to find somebody who would be hospitable to them, to provide food for them, to provide housing for them. But also, as they taught, as they prophesied, as they preached, they expected people to pay them. He's saying, that's not for you. You're not going to get paid for this. Verse 9, don't acquire gold, silver, or copper for your money belts. Now here he's saying, this is about preparations. Don't load up. Don't go to the ATM, withdraw all your money, and carry a bag full of money with you. No, you're going to travel light. You're going to live on faith. Continues in verse 10, don't take a traveling bag for the road or an extra shirt, sandals, or staff for the worker is worthy of his food. He's saying don't take anything with you. Well, how are they going to be taken care of? God will provide. Now, how's God going to provide? He's going to provide via people. People are going to provide these things. There's not just going to be a, a magic bag of food for them to find as people are going to feed them. People are going to house them. People are going to provide what they need. But as people who are moved by God, God will provide through people. This is something we still see today often. God provides through people. Verse 11, when you enter any town or village, find out who is worthy 
can stay there until you leave. Now, how do you know if somebody's worthy? Well, this goes back to the whole idea of don't throw your pearls before pigs or give what is holy to dogs. There's talking about giving things to people who will not respond to them. Who is worthy? Those who are open to the gospel. How are you going to know? You're going to know by talking to people and find out who's open to this message from God, this message of the coming of the kingdom. And somebody who's open to that will be moved by God and be hospitable and provide lodging and food. So find out who's worthy and stay there until you leave. Verse 12, greet a household when you enter it. That's just being polite. And if the household is worthy, let your peace be on it. But if it is unworthy, let your peace return to you. Now, it sounds a little confusing. The whole, remember, the whole worthy, unworthy thing is, are they open to the gospel? If you go to a house, be polite and greet the people there. And if they respond to the gospel, let your peace be on it. If they reject the gospel, then no, your peace is not on them. What's he mean by your peace? Well, I think it's a twofold thing. One is your blessing. You're providing a blessing for them, but you're also giving them the message of God. Peace with God is the message of the gospel. Then verse 14, if anyone does not welcome you or listen to your words, shake the dust off your feet when you leave that house or town. And that's just symbolic of it's not up to you whether people respond to the gospel or not. That's between them and God. You leave it to them. And so you shake the dust off your feet and move on to the next house, the next town. Verse 15, truly I tell you, it will be more tolerable in the day of judgment for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah than for that town. Now, this goes back to the Old Testament story of Lot in Sodom and the wickedness of Sodom and Gomorrah rose up to God. He went and told Abraham he was going to destroy the towns. And he did. Burning sulfur rained from heaven and destroyed the town's utter destruction. And that was God's judgment on their wickedness. He's saying that's what's in store for people who reject the gospel. Your job is to present the gospel. Your job is to go to people and take the gospel to them. It's up to them whether they accept or not. And if they reject the gospel, they're rejecting God. If they reject God's messengers, they're rejecting God, and they will suffer the judgment for that. So what's the message for us here? Well, similar to them, as disciples, we are carrying on the message of Jesus. We are proclaiming the gospel to the lost world around us. Some people will respond. Some people will not respond. And some will even be hostile to the gospel. But we can't take it as a personal thing. They're not rejecting us. And even if they are, what they're really doing is rejecting God. And that's between them and God. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Matthew.